We have the wonderful, amazing privilege of partnering with God to reveal His glory, salvation, and love to a broken and lost world. What else is there in life? Amen? Amen. Did somebody say coffee? We're so glad that you're, that you're here, family, because um, I rem- I'm reminded of Adam and Eve in the garden. Spirit of God came down and, and walked with Adam and Eve in the garden. They walked and they talked. They had fellowship. They had relationship. Adam and Eve was, were privy to the very wisdom, insight, knowledge of God, the universe, His creative powers, His love, His grace. As they walked along the garden, in the garden, they had fellowship with Him. But what happened? Sin came into the world. They were kicked out of the garden. They were separated from God. They became children of wrath, powerless, helpless, enemies of God because of sin. And Jesus said, we just can't have that. Amen? Jesus is the Lamb of God that was slain from the foundation of the world. God knew exactly what would happen. And God, in His pursuit for you, has always planned that you will be a part of His family through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? When you look over your lives, don't you see how God pursued you? How His love scandalously attacked you and engulfed you and embraced you? His love went to the to the abysses of despondency and degradation where we lived, he was there to show his love, to show his grace, and to say, listen, i got better plans for you. I've got a better purpose for you. You were created to worship me, to have intimacy and a personal relationship with me. I will reveal myself to you. See, my problem is that I didn't know God. And I couldn't get to know him unless the Spirit of God revealed himself to me. Amen? And like you, you don't know yourselves. I don't know myself. I need the Spirit of God to reveal who I am. What's going in my heart? What's going on in my head? Why do I have these hang-ups? Why do I have this fear? Why do I have this anxiety? Why is my mind always controlled by, by things of the flesh and of the devil? Why is my heart broken? Why are my emotions always, always sorrowful and filled with despondency and despair? That might be some of you here today. It's because of sin. And the Spirit of God is inviting Himself to come into your heart And reveal not only who you are, but who he is, what he's done for you, and how he loves you. And how the grace of God can set you free. Today, you will never ever be the same for all eternity. Because of the transforming power and love of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to seek you out. He's the hound of heaven. He's sniffing where you are. You can't run and you can't hide. Right? 
Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when the Holy Spirit comes for you? Amen? Amen. You can't hide from his love. We are a body and a family of believers that have gathered together around celebrating the life, grace, the, the, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your friend. He's not your enemy. And he wants to partner with you in revealing who God is and who you are and how together we can attack this world with the love and grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and blow people's lives wide open. Amen? With who he is and what he's done. And it's an amazing, amazing thing. We were created to partner with the Holy Spirit. And when we partner with the Holy Spirit, it determines what is restored in us. It determines how we are free. It determines how we are transformed. It determines how we are changed. It determines how much of God we have in our lives as we yield and partner with the Holy Spirit. You see, I needed a manager. I needed somebody to be responsible for my life because my mama always said, you got to be responsible. No, I don't know how to be responsible. I'm a sinner. I go towards the flesh. I go towards the things of the world. I needed the Spirit of God to, be, to come into my life and take uh, authority and control over my life as I yield myself to the Lord. And now He directs and He delights And he gives me the desires of my heart as I trust in the Lord. And he gives me a purpose and he gives me a passion. So every day when I wake up, it is an adventure. Recklessly abandoning myself to the glory and the grace of God. Amen? Amen. How many times do we give ourselves to stuff and stuff never satisfies? It's the law of diminishing returns. We think something out there is going to satisfy And then we go to it and we say, my precious, (laughs) my precious. Yes, this will finally satisfy my soul. Never, ever, ever satisfying us. In fact, what happens is we think we need more of it. And the more we get of it, the less satisfied we are. And it's the law of diminishing returns. The more we give our heart to it, the less satisfied we are. And we wind up broken, helpless, powerless, and lost And then Jesus is there with us and saying, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you just to give your heart to me and I'll explode into your life with fulfillment, satisfaction, meaning, and purpose. We were created to enjoy the presence of God. Did you feel the presence of God here this morning? Amen? The Bible says where two or three are gathered in his name, he is in our midst. Amen? He inhabits the praises of his people, and he's enthroned on the praises of his people. The Holy Spirit of God is here in our midst this morning. The power of the Holy Spirit restores us, brings us to a place of living in our Jesus-given identity. And allows us to operate as image bearers of the nature, the character, and the glory of God as sons and daughters of God. Amen? 
The Holy Spirit takes the brokenness and pain of our lives, transforms us, and brings life in the, death, in the midst of death, brings, sorrow in, brings joy in the midst of sorrow, brings peace in the midst of your confusion and your chaos, and that peace will mount guard over your heart and mind in Christ Jesus like soldiers around you, protecting your heart, protecting your mind, protecting your life. Jesus said, my peace I give to you. Who do you think is the most peaceful person in the universe? Jesus. And he desires to give you his peace this morning because we live in a crazy, upset, broken world. Remember the woman at the well? She was a broken person, wasn't she? She came at about 12 o'clock in the afternoon The town's ladies showed up early in the morning, so the sun wasn't that hot. She came alone. She came broken. She came abandoned. She came neglected. And she came bruised by life and everything that life had to offer. And guess who showed up there? Jesus. Remember that day when you were at the well, broken, lost, dejected, shameful, condemned, and Jesus showed up and gave you life. Amen? The Holy Spirit reveals the very presence of God to us, reveals the person and work of Jesus to us. He speaks to us by His Spirit. His Spirit communicates with our spirit, and He tells us that we are His children. Tells us that everything is going to be okay. Tells us that He's overcome the world and has allowed us to overcome through His grace. And through his love. Jesus said to the woman, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty. But those who drink the water I give will never thirst again. It becomes a fresh, bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Amen? I've got a river. That's the wrong tune. Let me start over. I've got a river of life flowing out of me. Makes the lame to walk and the blind to see. Opens prison doors, sets the captive free. I've got a river of life flowing out of me. Spring up, oh well, within my soul. Spring up, oh well, and make me whole. Spring up, oh well, and give to me. That life abundantly. Give yourself a hand. That was beautiful. See, the Holy Spirit wants to bring wholeness. He wants to bring fulfillment and satisfaction in your life. He wants to bring you a joy that will never, ever, ever cease in the midst of trial, tribulation, pain, agony, and sorrow. He's promised that His joy will be ours. And friends, what was the joy of Jesus but to do the will of him who sent me? Amen? Our joy this morning is to allow the Holy Spirit to minister in our hearts so that we can fulfill the will of God for our lives in ministering to each other as a body and in ministering to a lost and broken world. He's got plans for you people. Amen? He's got plans for us as a family and as the body of Christ. He wants to restore you. How many as a kid loved getting a cut? Okay? Because 
Mama would get out the hydrogen peroxide. And she'd pour it on that cut, and then you'd be like, oh, that's cool, man. Look at it fizz, right? The hydrogen peroxide. This is what the Holy Spirit is to us. We're bruised. We're cut. We're broken. We're bleeding. There's an infection of sin within us. The Holy Spirit comes and pours himself on us. And we realize that all that infection, all that disease, all that sin, all my hang-ups, all my problems with my past, all my hurts, my brokenness is being washed away and the very life of Jesus is being infused into my very life. Amen? The Holy Spirit wants to cleanse you and wants to make you whole today. He wants to restore the meaning of life, and that is intimacy, relationship, fellowship, communion, through the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. He wants to set you free today, and he wants to deliver you. Are you ready? What happens a lot, we get used to our pain. We get used to our brokenness. We wear it like a trophy. We talk about it. We begin to love it. It becomes our friend. And the Holy Spirit is telling you this morning, it is not your friend. Let it go. The Holy Spirit is your friend. And he wants to deliver you and transform you. Make things right in your heart. Jude 20 says, build yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Oh, guys, there's nothing like being in the presence of the Lord. Amen? In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. In the presence of the Lord, there is peace. There is love. There is contentment. There is coffee. There is awesome, (laughs) awesome stuff in the presence of the Lord. Amen? Do whatever you have to do to get into the presence of the Lord. For we're in the presence of the Lord. He gives you direction. He gives you guidance. He reveals who he is. He reveals who you are and how he wants to not condemn you, but change you and transform you. He is the Holy Spirit, the paraclete that comes up alongside and gives you a big hug and says, you know what, you're stumbling, but I got your back and I'm going to carry you through. I'm going to carry you across the finish line. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, 5, anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies themselves. The one who prophesies edifies the church. 1 Corinthians 14, 5, I would like every one of you to speak in tongues. I don't know the English language enough to speak about my pain and my hurt and my brokenness. I need a language to communicate with the Spirit of God. And I need to hear from God. Partnering with the Holy Spirit determines what's restored in your life. Receive restoration this morning. Partnership with the Holy Spirit determines what's revealed to you. What's revealed to you. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything 
I have said to you. That's an awesome promise, isn't it? Because all you older folk, do you find that you're losing your mind a little bit? Right? You find that sometimes things go, right? That's okay. Did you hear what I just said? The Holy Spirit will bring those things back to remembrance and will remind you. You see what, what happened to Peter on the day of Pentecost? A denier, a betrayer, a cursor of two little girls. What a beautiful guy. He needed one of these, right? But the Lord said, man, hang out. Wait. Once you receive the power of the Holy Spirit, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, your tongue will be set ablaze with my glory and my grace. And Peter, the denier, the betrayer, the loser, spoke a message. 3,000 souls came to know Christ. Do you think Peter thought of himself as awesome and wonderful and beautiful? No. He realized that the awesomeness is in the grace and love and power of God. And that's where we stand this morning. There's nothing in and of myself that will bring favor to God. Your good looks and charm means nothing to God. Amen? A heart that falls in humility before God and says, God, I cannot make it. I need help. I need restoration. I need you to reveal yourself to me in such a beautiful, beautiful way. How many use a, have used a USB flash drive? It's also known as a thumb drive. Did you know that? I just realized that because I read it. <laughs> Sarah can tell you this better. You stick it in one computer. Stuff goes on, that little thing. Then you take that little thing and you go to another computer, stick it in, and the stuff that is from the other computer actually... It's translated to the second computer. This is profound. Amen? Let me tell you something. Do you know what? That through the power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit goes to God and says, what do you got for my friend? Give him this. Holy Spirit goes to that second computer, which is your life, and interjects the very thoughts of God the wonder of God, the amazing things of God, your, the passion, the purpose, and the plan of God. And then you're like, wow, this is awesome. Amen? Let the Lord reveal himself to you. Let him be that USB flash drive, thumb drive, baby. Let him insert himself into your heart and into your life. Yield yourself to him. Give yourself to him. Let him reveal himself to you. Revelation comes from the term, the meaning a disclosure or an unveiling. The word was used in other contexts to describe the unveiling of a statue upon its completion. Listen, logos is the full message and word of God. The rima word is a word that's just for you. God has a word for you that will transform you and change you. Because he individually and singularly wants to speak to you this morning and reveal the power of the Holy Spirit and speak life into you, speak direction, and speak, speak purpose. God's supernatural disclosure to human beings of truth they would not otherwise know 
and are incapable of discovering on their own. We need the Spirit of God to speak. You know, my five senses can't, can't receive from the Spirit. My natural man can't receive from the Spirit. I'm too caught up in self-centeredness and self-consciousness and self-righteousness. I need my spirit to be born again into the things of God as you receive Christ as your, as your Savior and Lord. And you say, God, I repent of my sins and I turn to you. You are the Lord and you are my God. And when you do that, you are born again. Your life becomes alive to the very things of God. And then what Jesus does is he says, Holy Spirit, go get them. Amen? And the Holy Spirit reveals who Jesus Christ is. It's the reverse of human reasoning. Amen? Sometimes my wife looks at me like, you need help, okay? Maybe your wife looks at you that way as well. When you come out with things that have no, no reason, no sense, right? My thought is, I have to deal with that more with her than me with, yeah, but she's in there so I can talk about her. But anyways. <laughs> the pain of living this Christian life is trying to think about God, His ways, His paths, His amazing character and nature through our senses in our natural mind. We cannot do it. We need to have the Holy Spirit reveal themselves to us. Truths revealed by God alone. Listen to this. After Simon Peter acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah, Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. Amen? Let's turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 9 to 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 9 to 16. Everybody look over here. There's a couple here from Rochester, okay? Just say hello to them when you, when you see them, okay? They're our friends, okay? <laughs> Maybe not anymore, but we'll, we'll see. First Corinthians chapter 2. What's going on with the sneezing here, hey? Let's get it out, okay? Everybody, one, two, three. <laughs> All right, beautiful. Amen. All right, First Corinthians chapter 2. 9 to 16. Here we go. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. I'm going to read that again, okay? No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. But it was to us that God revealed these things. By who? By His Spirit. For His Spirit searches out everything. And shows us God's deep secrets. What a relationship we got. That God would want to know you? you got to be kidding me. That God would want to know me and reveal his secrets. And who he is to me blows my mind. But this is the word of God. And this is what he does. No one can know a person's thoughts except the, that person's own spirit. 
And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit. So we can know the wonderful things that God has freely given us. Amen? He that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. Amen? We have received God's spirit, not the world's, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. Don't you jump up when somebody says they want to give you some free stuff? Bring it on, baby. What you got? Right? What you got? When we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds like foolishness to them, and they can't understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. Those who are spiritual can evaluate all things, but they themselves cannot be evaluated, appraised, or judged by others. For we can know the Lord's thoughts, Who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach him? And here it is. We understand these things because we have the mind of Christ. Oh, yes. Let that sink in. Everybody go, ah. Everybody go, ooh. Everybody go, boo-boo. All right, awesome. All right, let's turn over to Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8. We'll start with verse 26. Acts chapter 8, verse 26. As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go south, down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. He started out and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority, the queen of Ethiopia, under the candake, the queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship and he was now returning, seated in his carriage. Guess what he was reading? Isaiah chapter 53, displaying the beautiful, beautiful Messiah. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over and walk along beside this carriage Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, do you understand what you are reading? The man replied, how in the world can I understand unless someone instructs me? And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. The passage of scripture he had been reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, tell me, was the prophet talking about himself or someone else? So beginning with this scripture, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. What a story. You've got to be kidding me. This is awesome. As they rode along, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? He ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down into the water And Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing 
Meanwhile, Philip found himself farther north at the town of Azotus. He preached the good news there and in every town along the way until he came to Caesarea. What an awesome story. Amen? Philip was one of the deacons that they elected to serve the widows and be a waiter because the apostles and prophets had to study the word of God and preach. Isn't that awesome? Here's the story. It doesn't matter who you are. The Spirit of God can transpose you into somebody's life and bring salvation because all you have to do is tell them what you know about Jesus. Amen? You don't have to have a theological degree. You just tell them about what Jesus is and what he's done for your life. And you share the gospel of Jesus Christ. See, as we partner with the Holy Spirit, he wants to restore you back into that intimate fellowship with him. Secondly, partnering with the Holy Spirit, he wants to reveal himself to you. And he wants to bring a revelation of what and who you are so that you can partner together in order for this. Partnering with the Holy Spirit determines what is released through us. Amen? When I was growing up, I had a stuttering problem. You all know that. Some of you think I still do have a stuttering problem. Do you know that in my senior year, out of 350 kids, I was voted most shyest? Can you believe that? I was. I was self-centered, self-conscious, and self-righteous. And I was afraid of being humiliated, afraid of what people might think of me. I had social anxiety. And you know who can take care of social anxiety? The power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? I came to him and I said, Lord, I'm messed up. I'm jacked up. There's something in me that needs to be released. There's something in me that needs to be free. I'm broken by my past. I'm broken by my wrath. I'm broken by my anger. Something has to give. And he said to me, as you yield yourself to me, I will work through you. And I will flow through you. And I will release you. And allow the power of God to move through your life for the glory of God. Amen? Listen. How many of you have hang-ups? How many of you, you, sometimes the words that you say, you're like, man, where is this coming from? There's some venom in here, right? How many do things that you know is wrong and you just keep on doing them, doing them and doing them, right? You need to be free. You need to be released. And it's not Dr. Phil or Oprah that's going to set you free, amen? Amen. It's the power and working of the Holy Spirit as you get on your knees and say, God, I've been to Dr. Phil. I've been to Oprah. Now, I'm coming to you. Release me and let me go. Amen? Release me and let me go. Holy Spirit wants to go deeper in our lives so that He can go farther into a lost and broken world. There's things in our hearts and lives that 
need, you need the Holy Spirit to deal with today. A brokenness that you've been dealing with all your years. A hardship you've been dealing with all your years. A hang-up that you've been dealing with. And it's like a wall. Every time you go to be used of God or you think about God, you just slam up against this wall. God is in the business of breaking down walls. Amen? Donald Trump is in the business of building walls. God is in the business of breaking down walls. I had walls. I had obstacles. I had hindrances in my heart and life where the Spirit of God pinpointed this and this and this and this and this. And I said, yes, bring it on because I feel the freedom of God to be released through my heart and through my life. We've been talking about the power of God. We've been talking about the wonder of God. We've been talking about the Holy Spirit's work in your heart and in your life. He wants you to be restored. He wants to reveal Himself to you. And He wants to be released through you. Do you see what God wants for your life and you have it in your heart and mind and you're following hard after God? You ever talk to somebody and uh, they said to you, would you listen to yourself? You're an idiot. Right? And you think about what you've been saying and you say to them, you know what? You're right. (laughs) See, here's the thing. We need to stop listening to ourselves and we need to start talking to ourselves. Do you understand what I'm saying? 1,500 words go through your mind every minute. Can you imagine that? I rebuke you in Jesus' name. No. Okay. See, that had a fight back. Cool. Now, what was I just talking about? Because I have a ringing in my ear right now. What? 1,500 words, yes. 1,500 words go through your mind every minute. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Your mind is not a playground. It's a battleground. Take control of your mind and your thoughts this morning. The Bible says, fix your thoughts. Set your affections. David said, I will bless the Lord, O my soul. Amen? The Holy Spirit does his part in revealing who God is and revealing things in your life. Now let's do our part. Ephesians 5 speaks about finding out what the will of God is. Finding out what pleases God. Not to live thoughtlessly. Right? But understand what the will of God is. And here is a command of God. Be continually filled with the Holy Spirit. It is a command. Some of you have been listening to yourselves and you've been defeated, dejected, filled with anxiety, filled with fretting. Guess what? The Holy Spirit is coming in. Amen? And when the Holy Spirit comes in to your heart and to your life, there is Peace. Rest. 
confidence and boldness because it's the Spirit of God working in your heart. We need believers and followers of Christ that talk the talk of God. God's say-so, God's promises, God's fulfillment, God's amazing character and nature upon your life. Talk the talk, right? And then we can begin to walk the walk. Will you listen to yourself? You idiot. Talking to me. Talk the talk and the thoughts of God for your life. Muse on them. Meditate on them. And when you do, this is the process. The world's run by feelings. Do you know that in your Christian experience, feelings only come after you think and after you move your will towards God. Then all of a sudden, the feelings and emotions come your way. We need to think and we need to act upon what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us today. And all of a sudden, a surge of emotion and affection and power will be ours as we serve God and as we give Him all of our heart. Some of you need to give Him all of your heart because He doesn't have it. And we're living in a crazy, crazy world. You can't get through unless you give God 100% of your heart. Surrender to Christ today. Live a life of reckless abandonment to the joy of living to the glory of God. Amen? And anything you face, you'll be able to blow on through because you're fixing your eyes on Jesus, the author, and finish her. And let me tell you something. When he says he's going to finish something, he's going to finish something, right? The devil might have started something, but Jesus has finished it. Amen? Amen. 2,000 years ago, he said, it is finished, it is accomplished. Today, let's rest in the power of the Holy Spirit in revealing his person and work for your life, for your family. Some of you have friends and family that don't know Jesus Christ. The time is coming when they accept the Lord. Some of you are sick in your body. Amen? It's time that you be healed in Jesus' name. Amen? Some of you are sick in your mind. It's time that you have a renewal in your mind by the transforming power of the Holy Spirit to set you free. Are you ready for the journey? Are you ready for the fight? Somebody punches me in the nose, I know I'm in a fight. And then we say, bring it on, amen? Tell that friend he should be in church. Okay? All right. Hey, listen. Holy Spirit's not done. We're not going home yet. Holy Spirit wants to work, do some work in our lives. You might have a roast in, too bad. The Holy Spirit wants to move. Amen? You might have a a thing at a restaurant at a certain time, too bad. The Holy Spirit wants to do a work in our hearts and in our lives. I need to be changed. I need to be transformed every single day of my life. Confess my sins and yield my heart to the Holy Spirit. He's got awesome, awesome things in store. Receive his love. See his love today. I'm going to ask Deanna and Emily, or just Deanna, if you would come.
what we'll do, friends, is if, if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, because he's speaking to me, I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to worship the, the Lord. And I'm going to sing, and we're going to pray. Because the Holy Spirit has some transforming to do in my life. And he's got it in yours. Draw near to God. God draws near to you. I'm going to ask, if you, if you have to leave, if you go into the other area, have some coffee, but if you want the Holy Spirit to continue to speak to you, to transform you, to change you so that when you walk out this door today, you will never, ever be the same. Change from glory to glory, faith to faith, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yield your heart to him. Say yes. Let go of the trophy of brokenness, the scars of your hurt. Let the renewal, refreshment of the Holy Spirit touch your life, touch your heart. Don't go away without allowing the Holy Spirit to move upon your heart and your life as we worship. Amen? Praise God.